five minutes. Oh, for God's sake. I'm not even going to have to re-record this <laughs> Um Hello and welcome to The Cute Life. I'm Finley. I'm Ollie. And joining We're... us tonight <laughs> is an ambient fire because it's that time of year again. It's cold enough that we can have a fire and we can have it on in the background as I know you all love the cosy fire like ambience that we're yeah I knew you liked winter but getting the fire started has reminded me how much you like it as we're now sitting here surrounded by lit candles a fire incense (laughs) and you're wearing 30 jumpers (laughs) uh no only I've only got one jumper on actually it's technically layers layering (laughs) oh sorry apologies and very very high maternity leggings that's the sound of my <laughs> maternity knickers <laughs> snapping. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, my waistland is just under my boobs. Do you feel hotter having a baby? Uh yeah, your your is tummy it like a little hot water yeah, bottle. Yeah, your t- tummy is definitely like a little hot water bottle. Yeah. Like when Tova lies on you. Yeah, pretty much. And then sometimes Tova likes to sit on my lap in the cup. Well, sometimes, all the time, Tova likes yeah. to sit on my lap in the car. Um, so it's like a double hot water bottle because I've got her and then Tova on top of her. Well, squishing thank, her. thank God it's winter then. <laughs> I know, but I love winter. I was saying to Ollie that um, I've seen a lot of posts like on Instagram and people talking about getting that um, SAD um, seasonal seasonal affective disorder mm. um whereas which is where you get depressed in winter because there's less vitamin d and just the generally the weather's shit and cold and makes you feel kind of depressed yeah um but i just i love autumn autumn is my favorite time of year and like i get excited when the weather starts to change i love it but maybe that's because you sit right next to a window all day so you probably don't suffer from vitamin d deficiency mm, no you can't get vitamin d through glass you have to be outside i think maybe that's true yeah i don't know i mean i do get that like in september where the weather changes and it just reminds you of back to school like <laughs> just i i think i'll be like literally on my deathbed and i will still get that feeling like oh my god i have to go back to school <laughs> i always remember that feeling when it got to like the end of the summer holidays and you were like and then like your mum would be like Oh, you're going back to school next week, and your stomach would just like drop, drop and you were like, "I haven't done my summer home homework." <laughs> no, not that, and just be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe the best time of the year is over." Oh, how so does it? Awesome. How did it come so fast? Oh, six weeks. What? Six weeks yeah. off. God, those were the days, eh? And then you don't. You really... can see why people want to be teachers. I mean, apart from you know the teaching of children, the teaching of children, and the magical the feeling that you get from making a difference to a child I mean who cares if they're in it for the holidays we all know they are <laughs> I mean it, I, it's got to be a like the rest of the job's got to be bad for them to be ha- have to offer I mean, that to bring them in if any teachers are listening the utmost respect for you my friends oh my because gosh, yeah. there's no fucking way I could do that especially if you teach like middle school like 13 to 16 because they're all fucking shitheads so i do not understand how you have the patience because i would just i'd get done for lamping lamping kids lamping kids i think sorry <laughs> yeah, don't play this to the police <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah don't play this to finn's social worker <laughs> what um, I, did i ever say when i went and 
did some, I helped an artist who was teaching a course at a school. And I don't remember you doing that. What, was this like years ago? Yeah, yeah, this was a long time ago. I was like... Vaguely remember that. 21 or something like that. And so I went to the school and I was t- like walked into like the um, teacher's... What's it called? Teacher? Lounge? Yeah, staff room? Staff room. Teacher's lounge. <laughs> the teacher's lounge. Is that what they call it in America? I feel like Possibly. The staff room. I walked into the staff room and then this like PE teacher just went, um, oh, don't bother trying to tell them to do anything. You're too young. They're not going to listen to you. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, this is going to be the is, start of a good few days. It is funny though, because I feel like we've had a chat about like our teachers that we remember and then we remember them being like proper grown-ups and like looking back, I think like our our art art teacher was about twenty six or something, wasn't he? He was Possibly, quite young. Yeah. I think he was, um, which is like crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them that were around thirty. Yeah, which is weird to think. And we were like their proper like. Well, it's weird the people that we went to school with are now like teachers at the school we went to school. Yeah, which I mean, what's wrong with them? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out if you listening. I literally could not get out of that place quick enough. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, we went on a bit of a school tangent there. Yeah. Um, if anybody doesn't know, yeah, me and Ollie actually went to school to, together, but we didn't know each other at school. Or talk. Or talk. We sat back to back in art class, but never spoke, or I didn't know who he was. And in many ways, that was a metaphor for our marriage. <laughs> And it was only after we left school that we like bumped into each other. Started hanging out, going to parties, and he caught my eye. Wooed you. Yeah. Um, now look at you. Seven months pregnant. Up duff. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I feel like it's been a couple of weeks. You, I, you did a solo I one. I did a little solo one catching up everyone up with kind of why I've been a bit distant on social media. Um, just feeling like I've had a bit of a rough month or so, just like definitely feeling the pregnancy and feeling very overwhelmed with everything. (laughs) Um, I just, yeah, pregnancy is just like so overwhelming anyway. And then it being a pandemic and then just like, I feel like I've realized I put so much pressure on myself, um, to like, I don't know, fit with everything, like to try and be perfect and to try and get everything done and it doesn't really help, does it? So I'm trying No, it just stresses you out and means that you can't get the things done that you yeah, wanted to do. Exactly. So I'm just trying to like just say a couple of mantras in my head whenever I get into a big tizzy. What are don't give a fuck. Well, just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you only have so many fucks to give. Is this, what like, one of the things you want to give a fuck about? Um, no, just, like, you know, you're trying your best and you can't be everything to everyone. That's my main thing. Because I feel like I always am just, like, trying to please everyone and I really hate letting people down and I try my very best at everything I do, but sometimes that's just you know life gets in the way and it's not good enough or whatever i think it also means that sometimes you end up focusing too much time and attention onto a task that doesn't isn't that important yeah exactly if you're say for example quite stubborn (laughs) and you can't let go of something once you started it that can be like (laughs) it actually actually although you're like in your mind you're like yes i'm putting 110 percent into this like if Mm. you're doing that into something that 
isn't really going to get you in the right direction. Well, I'm not talking about anything specific, I'm no, just talking about like generally. Well, no, I mean, I think you're completely right. I will devote as much attention to the fact that, I don't know, a piece of mail has gone missing and that will, like, I will spend exactly the same amount of time stressing out and trying to sort that out, even though it's not my fault at all and there's not really anything I can do as yeah. to, like... Yeah, trying to get my work, like other work done, like it's stupid. I should prioritize better. This is why I'm not a manager of people because when I was a manager, I just did all the jobs myself instead of delegating because I'm just an anal perfectionist and I can't let anyone do jobs for me. <laughs> well, I think that's quite normal though because I think you just everyone has their level of how they want to do things. And it's never going to be as high. That's well. No, it is. Sometimes people are higher than you, and then that's annoying as well because you're just like, <laughs> yeah, that's just being unnecessary. <laughs> so basically, unless someone manages to hit the exact same level of yeah. like completion that you want in yeah, a job done, which in. is quite rare, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, it's been a couple of weeks since I've recorded. I'm feeling a lot better though. I feel like I've kind of turned a corner even though I'm still not sleeping and I'm in massive amounts of pain with my bloody hips at night, I do feel like I'm, um, I don't know, I feel a bit more positive now, so, which is good. I definitely am on top of, I feel way more on top of my work. I'm really surprised. I've pretty much, I feel like my prints are, the end is in sight with my prints and I can almost send them off to printing. I've just got one dog, the dog one to do. And most of them are edited now I just have to do one more um and then I've got three more of my original paintings to finish but they can come after my after I've done my prints so yeah that's um at least something that I I feel like has been ticked off my list the list seems manageable before the new issue occurs (laughs) the arrival the arrival that's going to well, I just want harder. to. I just want everything, all my work to be done in November, so I can just be like, right, I can switch my brain off now. I don't have to think about work anymore. I can just concentrate on having this baby. Yeah, having the baby. And then you just need to raise the baby for eighteen years, <laughs> and then you straight back in. <laughs> straight back. <laughs> oh, what have I got myself into? Um, yeah, I think, I think it's also like, I'm just putting so much pressure on myself to like, it's really, I don't know, I feel like I'm worrying already about being a good mum and like, trying to like, prepare for that and like, I don't know, put it, already I can see I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself to like, yeah, I don't, I mean... There's I no think, such thing as the perfect mum, but I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I think feel like I of, need to, like, check myself already, that I'm already, I can already notice patterns of me being like, right, I need to be like this, and I need to be like like that, you know? I think you sort of have this thing where you sort of go, like, slightly zen-like, like, I'm going to be the per- this, I'm going to do everything perfectly, and mm. I'm going to be the perfect and this will make my child perfect and I'm not going to do any of these and you know that obviously the second it happens like it goes out the window yeah of course when they're screaming and wanting like an ice cream at 3am 3am and you're like sure just shut up have this magnum can I have one too (laughs) (laughs) at last you've had a good idea baby (laughs) 
<laughs> six month old just demanding magnums. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that like putting that stress on yourself is pretty golly free normal, right? Yeah, I guess so. I hope I'm not alone in that. Everyone else listening is like, what the hell is she what talking is she about? What is she talking about? Um, anyway. Thank God she's not a teacher. <laughs> Thank God I'm not. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so. So, well, I'm just trying to think what we've been doing for the last few weeks we've to had, fill everyone in. Well, we've had, in the last week, what before uh, coronavirus would have been a quiet weekend, was one of the most active weekends we've had in about nine months. Yeah. We went for a walk in Dungeness. We went for a walk in Rye. Yeah. We went for a walk in Pet Level. Yeah. We had two takeaways. Two takeaaways, yeah. A pizza and a curry. Unprecedented. Yeah. And so, we saw... Uh, wait. Yeah. In-laws and... Well... Both. In-laws and outlaws. Yeah. <laughs> in-laws on both sides. All the in-laws. All the family. Uh, well, not all the family, but... Um, all yeah. the one, all the family we like. That spawned us, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and... Bumped into Darren Brown. <laughs> well, I didn't, but Ollie did. Yep. He was petting his beagle and then looked up and it was bloody Darren Brown on the pet level <laughs> beach. Oh, you've revealed quite... his location now. He's going to oh, find you. shit. Okay, that's a secret between us because, you know, Darren's our best friend now, so, like, we don't want to... Deza, he lets me call him that, <laughs> said, don't tell anyone where I live on a podcast and you've just absolutely... I was going to say, oh, well, I, not exactly where, but then Pet Level is like a tiny little village, isn't it? So yeah. wouldn't take that long to, uh, yeah, discover his whereabouts, but... Yeah, I don't know. Would anyone bother? No. Unless he had tricked you into murdering someone on a past Channel 4 show and you <laughs> held, like, vengeance in your heart and you wanted to go and get him. That was quite, that's quite exciting, though, because when me and Ollie went to see his live show years ago, didn't we? Yeah, a really long time ago. Really long time ago. And I really remember he did this trick where he, like, made an audience... Wait, I feel like made is an interesting word. He invited an audience member yeah. on stage and then he made them put their hand in a box or asked them to stop. Yeah. I need to stop saying made. He asked them I think to... there was consent by the time that they'd yeah, gone on stage. in a glass box so the audience could see what was in it but he couldn't and he basically hypnotised him into like picking up this thing and like, oh no, he didn't pick it up, just like felt it with his hand and he was like, mm, smooth... It's round at one end, um, and Darren was like, "Oh, so what do you think it is?" And he was like, mm, "It's definitely a spoon." And the whole audience was just like screaming because it was like a massive tarantula. <laughs> I really remember that because it was horrifying. And if that happened to me, I would just be like, "No." But if you're hypnotized, then you don't mind because you don't know what it is. No, but it's still like hypnotism is so weird. I don't. I still, no. even though I've seen him do it to people, it's mad. I still don't really believe that it's possible. Do I mean, like, if you are... I feel like he's quite a... But then do you think I was just on the beach just stroking nothing and he <gasps> hypnotised me into thinking there were dogs? Yeah. <laughs> I was stroking two massive nice tarantulas. Yeah. <laughs> just walking his tarantulas down yeah. that level beach. And he's like, oh God, this moron's coming near me. <laughs> yeah. You're feeling sleepy. You think they're dogs. I'm like, oh, nice dogs, mate. Nice doggies. <laughs> like licking my face <laughs> yeah. with his tarantula tongue <laughs> uh, 
Um, I don't know enough about tarantulas to know if they have tongues. Probably not. I think they have huge pincers, don't they? We need to stop talking about this because I think your mum listens and she's scared of spiders. <laughs> so Sorry. Um, sorry if you're listening. Um, I was going to say that you had a cute fact about chimneys, didn't you? Because we had a chimney sweep. That's the sort of people we are these days. We this have... is why Finn's allowed to have our fires yeah. again now. We had a chimney sweep round. He was very nice. Swept both our chimneys. <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> um, yeah, and now Finn's pregnant. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not the milkman's, it's the chimney sweeps. Um, yeah, and he told Ollie a cute fact about chimneys. Well, he was saying, so when he was sweeping at the chimney, he said, oh, you got to go outside and check that the brush is sticking out of the top of the chimney pot outside your house. Mm. And he said in the Victorian times, what they would do is all the children and the family would go outside to check that the brush had come out of the top and all the children would make a wish on the, on if it had come out, they would make a wish on it. And he was saying that that was a sort of tradition that was started by the owners of the houses because they wanted to check in and that the chimney sweeps are actually doing a proper job. Going right to the top. Going right to the top of the chimneys, but without sort of insulting them by saying, prove to me that you've actually <laughs> swept the chimney. So me and him went out and we made a wish. Oh, what did you wish for? I wish that the house wouldn't burn down when I used the chimney. Well, that's not going to come true now. Our house is going to burn down. You're not supposed to share wishes. Wishes aren't real. Next. (laughs) Um, My cute thing this week, um, that's Ollie's cute thing, random. I don't even know if it's real. He might have just been lying. Yeah, I mean, he might have made that, but it's still cute. It seems unlikely he would have made that. Yeah, I think it's nice. I like it. Well, yeah, I don't care. Even if it is a lie, it's good. Um, My cute thing is a music video by... um, so it's C.W. Stone King and the song Zombie, which is just really nice. It's quite um, New Orleans-y yeah, sounding. Definitely. I don't know whether he's from New Orleans, but it definitely has that kind of like jazz, like tinny sound to it. It's really... Yeah, like bluesy. That's the word, bluesy. <laughs> um, and it's a really good song. Really like it. He also did... Uh, song that me and Ollie love called The Love Me or Die, which, um, yeah, it's a great song if you haven't heard it. But um, the music video I discovered is by Patrick McHale, who is famous for Over the Garden Wall. Finn's favourite My absolute favourite, which I'm re-watching for about the billionth time because it's perfect for this autumnal time of year. It is a pity you haven't kept track of how many times you've watched that. I know. I I wonder. It's definitely over ten, that's for sure. Which is a lot for a series. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just stick it on when, like, I need cheering up or I can't think of anything because it's just so, like, cosy and wonderful. I love it. Um, but anyway, so this music video was directed um, by... Do you say directed if it's a music video? Yeah. Um, by Patrick McHale, who is famous for that, and also Adventure Time. He's a He was a cartoonist or producer or somehow employee employee (laughs) did something to do with it um cleaned all the toilets and the music video is great because it's like 
all animated, um, sort of like hand drawn. It has that sort. I think it looks like it's drawn in charcoal actually, and um, it's like little zombies. It's the right. It's my absolute. I mean, chef's kiss of cute and creepy. Yeah. Um, because it's like cute little characters being like chased by zombies, and it's just like great and yeah, just lovely music video really like the song and just yeah thought it fitted with this sort of time of year yeah definitely it's like a, a perfect halloweeny kind of thing yes it's very halloweeny oh which leads so I'll, I'll link that in the show notes so go and check it out which leads me on to a recommended purchase oh um i'm going to read a news article about this recommended purchase is very... it my baby cardigan <laughs> i bought a baby cardigan off ebay and i only bought it because the description it's like a hand knitted one it was obviously hand knitted by like an old lady or something and the description was uh white and so the cardigan is like green and gray stripes so you know it's not the usual blue or pink and the description was why shouldn't that baby be a bit different (laughs) (laughs) maybe laugh so much that i had to buy the cardigan it was only five pounds and she needs cardigans she does need cardigans because she's going to be born in the middle of winter it's going to be absolutely freezing yes um go on then uh ghost hunter horrified that poundland is selling ouija boards for halloween one pound Ouija boards. A paranormal investigator has spoken of his horror at Ouija boards being sold in Poundland. Paul Masters, member of True Paranormal Events UK, said he was gobsmacked. Gobsmacked. That such an item was on the shelves, claiming they can release deadly demons if not handled by trained mediums. <laughs> he said... I don't think, yeah, the clientele going into Poundland are all <laughs> trained mediums. I don't think anyone's a trained medium. <laughs> no. <You're> like, no... <laughs> you either claim you're a medium or you don't. No one's training you to do it. He said, Ouija boards are most certainly not a toy and should not be available for kids to buy in pound shops for Halloween. Mind adults that are not trained in how to use them either. It doesn't matter if they're plastic or wood. If the planchette spells the word Zeus, it is a demon trying to come through, and you should not even say the name, never mind continuing to communicate with okay, it. Okay, so write that down, everyone. Has everyone got a pad and paper? I've never heard about that. No, I haven't. It's saying Zeus. No, and I've listened to quite a few podcasts like on Ouija boards also, specifically, I'm, and I've never heard that. I am 99% sure that Ouija boards were made as a toy as well. Yeah, they were. Yeah, so for him to say Ouija boards are not a toy... They're literally, they were manufactured as a toy. But, you know, then he calms down a bit and he says, All hell could break loose if the demon attached itself to anyone and followed them around. (laughs) Nasty spirits can scratch and attack people and should not be messed with as people could get seriously hurt. So I was gobsmacked when I saw that pound man was selling these Ouija boards and was profoundly shocked. Just fuming, really. Fuming. The paranormal investigator said many people in his field are angry about it, especially because of the heightened risk of Halloween. Because obviously Halloween, more ghosts. Yeah. Presumably. Hallows Sounds like Eve, bullshit, but yeah, whatever. More ghosts are about. Uh, Unless you're in Mexico, then they all come out on November 1st, of course. Poundland said the product is now only available for over 18s. Ooh. Which is quite interesting that they would actually hmm. do that. I want to go to Poundland now and have a look. Oh, we're going to go and buy one. Yeah, can we go yeah, and have a look? Definitely. Although I feel a bit weird about having one in my house. <gasps> we should do an Ouija board on the podcast. <gasps> oh my God, shall we do it? Yeah. Um, I'm already shitting myself. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Paul from Hull said he did not see any, he did not see any age limit on the product. 
Members of the paranormal community have said the boards destroy people's lives and have even claimed the more sinister ones can lead to suicides. Paul said, we won't even touch Ouija boards. We only have mediums to do that who are trained... Sorry, that was Taylor. <laughs> who are tra- not a paranormal entity. Trained as they're just too dangerous and you don't know what will entail using them. We only use glasswork to communicate with the spirits in that way. Glasswork, where you have a glass upside down and people fingers on it. Yeah, I guess so. But he's saying he doesn't use a Ouija board, so maybe he just speaks into a glass and hopes for the best. <laughs> not, I don't know, is that Darren? <laughs> As everyone knows, on Halloween night, the veil into the spirit world is very thin and people are buying these Ouija boards just for Halloween. So I dread to think what will happen when these boards are in the the wrong hands. This will be interesting to see if there's a flood of, like, demon-possessed teenagers or something. Panna said the spirit boards are only marketed to adults and have already sold out because of their popularity. (gasps) Sold out! Oh my God, there's going to be a pandemic of demons. (laughs) I on spoke... top of COVID. <laughs> on top of everything that's happened. So irresponsible. A spokesman for Poundland said, While the spirit boards were marked for adults and were blocked from being sold to children at Tills, they were part of an extensive Halloween decor range this year in only around 90 of our 800 plus stores. In any event, they've now all vanished. <laughs> Which to me feels like Poundland aren't taking this seriously. <laughs> I don't think that was the desired effect that, what was his name? Paul. Paul was hoping for. I loved it. I bet their marketing team was like, yes! (laughs) I mean, it's so good. I mean... Uh, Great. Brilliant. But it's just like... I don't know, I've got so many questions about it. Trained mediums, I think, is the main question. Did I suggest on a previous podcast the, uh, the true ghost stories podcast i feel like i did a couple of weeks back i don't know if you did actually do it really quickly uh it definitely did on instagram but i'll say it on here again um it's called true ghost stories Stories, i believe um and it's really good um it's to um a couple from canterbury which is quite near us that's only over in kent which is quite near us um and she a lovely Irish girl and her boyfriend. <laughs> it sounds so old. <laughs> lovely Irish well, girl. Well, no, she's just got lo- the loveliest voice to listen yeah. to. It's just like I could listen to her all day. But she's... They did a... Good for a podcaster. Did, I'm sure... I, did I just, speak about well, this? Just quickly get to the point okay. and then move on. They did a whole <laughs> thing on banshees, which I absolutely loved because I'm obsessed with banshees. Why no one has done a film on banshees, I don't know. I'm sure they have. No, they haven't. I've researched... I've, I've, because, okay, wait, I've, already, I've definitely already spoken about this on the podcast, that when I was little or younger, I was homesick from school, and me and my sister watched this film, a black and white film, and it had a banshee in it, and it scared the shit out of me and my sister. And for years, I've been trying to find that film again, and I think I just made it up. We both collectively like made it up, because I cannot Mandela find this effect. film. I, I cannot do it. But anyway, banshees are fucking terrifying because... and I, Have you already said this on the podcast? I don't know, but but I love the folklore about it because so, like, um, in Ireland, they used to pay, um, like, women to attend funerals and wail yeah. um, and cry, like, as mourners. And then that got banned because they were all... Banshee. 
<laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Banshee from Maybe. coming to the funeral. Anyway, yeah, so that got banned, got outlawed. So then they all were out of work. So would just like, were chronically drunk, I think, and were just mm. like, oh no, they used to get paid in booze. That was it. They didn't actually uh. get paid. They got paid in booze. So that's where the sort of like drunken, wailing woman kind of uh, stereotype came from. But um, yeah, and then that got outlawed and then there were just all these drunk women wailing. But anyway, so the Banshee is supposedly supposed to be an older woman who like perches, this is fucking terrifying, (laughs) perches on your windowsill and she's Mm. like normal... Size. Size, yeah. But will perch like a little, like a bird on your windowsill and just cry and howl um, to mark the, um, to warn you of a family member passing away. But this podcast like actually like had Irish people ringing in like we had, I've seen a banshee and like my aunt died and like after I saw her and this one um, girl had um, like a banshee. It happened multiple times in her family and they all sort of didn't think of her as a sinister thing anymore. Cause it's just like, it was like, like a friendly ghost kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. It's, it wasn't, si- it wasn't sinister. They were just sort of warning them like, oh, something terrible is going to happen so they could prepare themselves. But like it was, she knocks like three times on the wall or something like to mark. So whenever they heard three knocks, they knew it was her. An Amazon delivery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, anyway, it was really interesting. Obviously, I'm not doing it justice. Go and listen to that episode. It's quite early on. Like, cause well, I I'm going to listen to it. I started from the beginning. Um, but I love anything to do with like folklore. And it's yeah. just really interesting. So definitely recommend that. I will link. I'll find the actual podcast and link it in the show notes if you want to go and have a listen. But... Um, yeah, I just really rate that podcast. It was really good. They did like a four part special on that Dear David. No. Oh yeah. Dear David. Yeah. Um, which the was... illustrator who pretended he had a ghost in his house. Yeah, which was really just a great story, really interesting. So, um, what a genius that man yeah, was. Yeah, you got like was... a million Twitter followers from that. I mean, it was genius. bloody brilliant, wasn't it? Um, what was the other thing I was? There were two other things I wanted to say. First of all, yeah. Uh, I watched that adaptation today, yeah. um, which I've never seen before. Actually, funnily enough, good. It's really good. Nicholas Cage was great in it. I mean, Nicholas Cage sometimes is a bit dodge, but he was really good in this. He's a uh, he's a strange. Like I don't know how he makes his choices of what films he does. No, sometimes he does great stuff, and sometimes he just does like. Like, what was that stuff. motorbike one he was in? Ghost Rider. Yeah. Which is terrible. Uh, Wild at Heart was really good. Oh, God. Raising Arizona is, like... Amazing. Fucking brilliant. Like, practically one of my favourite films. I think may- maybe he just... And this is being very positive. Just, like, likes making films so much that he just wants to make them all the time. Yeah. I mean, regardless of the quality of the outcome. Slash. I mean, he just gets a script, script like, face-off come through his door and he's just like, I have to do Well, that's a good film. (laughs) Is it though? Yes. (laughs) Anyway, I watched it and I really loved this. Um, Do you remember, like, so Nicolas Cage plays his, him and his brother. Yeah. um, He plays twins. Yeah, and he was talking about, um, 
that one so one twin is like really self-conscious and is constantly like really self-critical and constantly like plagued by thoughts that he's not good enough and then the other twin is like the opposite very confident and doesn't care what people think and they were talking about this um moment at, at high school where um the self-critical twin looked over and saw him talking to this girl that he was in love with the confident twin was talking to a girl he was mm-hmm. the confident twin was in love with and he said um like they were chatting and having a nice time and he walked away and he could see he was smiling and then the um he said it was so it's so lovely that he didn't realize and he looked so happy and was oblivious to the fact that the girl then started taking the piss out of him behind his back and the guy and the confident twin said you know oh, I I knew that she was laughing at me and I didn't care because, um, like, it didn't stop me loving her and I had that lovely experience of talking to her and having that lovely moment with her and that doesn't change... Her laughing at me behind my back doesn't change my love for her because that's mine. Mm. And I thought, oh, it's just such a lovely sentiment. And I mean, it's a very glass-full uh, Yeah, attitude. I just loved it. It's like that... I, I've been thinking about that quite a lot, just like, um, yeah, not caring what other people think and just owning your experience of life. And I just thought that was lovely. And he was so much happier for having that attitude. And I know he's a fictional character, but I just feel like maybe we could all adopt that slightly. Yeah. That mentality. Oh, sorry, I'm playing that zombie. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to recommend that. um... Are you ready? Oh, I'm going to turn off now. I got a brand new dance here for you. Um, there you go, that's a little teaser of that. <laughs> 20 minutes after we talked about it. Right on the cutting edge. What was I going to recommend? Third day. Oh, third day. The third day. The third day with Jude Law. Um, well, because we, we recommended it before because we'd watched the first two episodes, but we've watched the third one of yeah. the first part. So there's three episodes. Yeah. A 12-hour long live episode. Yes. And then three more episodes that haven't come out yet. Yeah. So me and I, I watched about two and a half hours of the 12-hour live episode yesterday. I watched two hours today. Yeah. I'm going to carry on tomorrow. I'm going to do a bit more. Apparently, because they were showing it live on TV, as it gets later on, it gets more, like, intense. Because, obviously... You can't show, like, bad things on TV before six o'clock? Nine o'clock? I don't know. I think what's Watershed, different... that's nine o'clock, isn't it? Yeah, but I think there's different cut-offs for, like, you can get slightly ruder at six and uh... then do whatever you want after nine or something like that, so... You can apparently... say, like, cow and bitch. Yeah, so I'm really six. looking forward to talking about cows. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just like... Yeah, the third episode was really good. The live is thing is really interesting. It's, it's just such a great... It's like an art piece. It's, yeah. I was saying to Ollie... Really, I mean, nothing was really happening no. in the first two hours. It's just them, like, filming people sort of Walking in a village. Around, yeah. But it's just, like... It's such a cool idea that, yeah. like, it's... And it's not, like, yeah, I was just watching it, like, while I was working. And it's good to have it on the background. It's interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't sit down and watch it, like... Loads of people did, though. I was reading a thing about it. Oh, really? It. Yeah, loads That's of people just, like, said, like, they sat down, they had, like, their three meals laid out for the really? day. Really? And just sat and watched the wow, whole thing. Wow, I'm impressed. 
I just had it on in the background. But it was, yeah, it's such a good idea. So then the next three episodes don't have Jude Law in and they're focused around a, another family. Yeah. Um, who come to, what's it? Aussie, the island, Aussie, Aussie Island. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thoroughly recommend it. It's so good. If you love The Wicker Man, if you love Midsummer, if you love anything folklore and creepy English village Themed. Yeah, it hits all of those. Oh my god, watch it, it's brilliant. Um, and then the only other thing I was going to say is that a lovely follower of mine, Paige, um, messaged me today. Um, and I don't know whether you've seen this post that's been going around on Instagram, which I have just shared, um, where it tells you like how the new algorithm works. But I just kind of wanted to say, um, in case you haven't seen it, because I know quite a few artists. Um, and illustrators follow me that so they've changed the algorithm so that saves and shares for some reason are much more important than comments and likes now likes is like the least important um, for like getting your work seen on Instagram but like emojis as comments don't count as a comment oh, really? apparently and comments have to be more than five words for them to count which, I mean... But I suppose so many spammers, like, just went yeah, and just, like, I posted, su- like, heart emojis on everything. I mean, I feel like I did that when I first, first started in 2014. But sometimes you've got nothing to say. You just want to say, hey, I like Hearty this. face. I just want to say hearty eye, smiley, winky face. Yeah, exactly. Um, pizza emoji. Pizza, pizza, pizza emoji. Um, but, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I thought I'd share it that tidbit of information because I mean I'm all for like trying to outwit the stupid algorithm so you can get your work seen for free because I do not believe in paying for advertising that shit I'm not giving any more money to Mark Zuckerberg thank you very much well they get this it's like half adverts anyway so they're getting enough money yeah I mean I just although I suppose those people are paying for the adverts uh, I'm just so fucking bored of that app I really am I just can't wait to get my Patreons all dead (sighs) <sighs> which I hope stay calm I hope I am going to get around to um, <laughs> I feel like I just never have enough time to do I'm trying to focus on just like getting my shop done and then once that is done then I'll have the time to dedicate to updating my page then you'll have a baby and then I'll have a baby and then that will no, no. <laughs> um, yeah so those are just my tidbits um, good tidbits yeah so I think that was it really I think so. Mm. Another quiet week in Corona world. Yeah, I mean, God, how long is this going to go on for? I feel like I saw something the other day that was saying that we're only a third of the way through this. And it's just making me so sad because I feel like this bit of my life... I mean, to be fair, thank God we're not young. Like, because to be like... In At your, uni would be out annoying. Out of uni, it would be hell. Going into uni, shit, like... It's just completely fucked that up for them and I feel so terrible for them. But, like, I just feel robbed of my early 30s. This is the bit in my life I was really excited for, like, babies and weddings and my friends actually, like, having their own houses and dinner parties and... And it's all out the window. Yeah, I just was really looking forward to that bit in my life and I just feel like, oh, like, for the next maybe three years, we're just going to be in isolation <laughs> no one's gonna see my child <laughs> um yeah it's just gonna grow up feral 
I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we'll all look back at this time and we'll have learnt so much from it. And I mean, it's a, kind of in a way an amazing time to live through, even if it is kind of awful. I mean, everyone goes on about the war, don't they still? Like, um, it, it certainly isn't going to be forgotten anytime soon. No, yeah. so it's an interesting time <laughs> to be alive. But I mean, God, it's pretty... But I like my interesting times to be alive to be like the Millennium Bug, where it's just one night, <laughs> yeah. and then it's all back to normal the next day. Oh, it's just it's not... just lasted a bit long now, hasn't it's it? It's lasted a bit long. The novelty's long, wearing and off. And it's just like this constant, like, underlying anxiety, um, which is just not that great, is it, anyone? So I just hope you're all holding out up okay. Um, and like, yeah, at least I guess we're all in it together. Yeah. And if you need something to pass the time, watch a 12-hour live stream <laughs> of just nothing really happening on an island in Essex. Well, it's quite, it's quite nice escapism, isn't it? Because coronavirus isn't happening over there. Just no, that's true. Other mad You're shit. You're allowed out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, follow me on Instagram. Follow Ollie on Instagram. Finney Elliot artwork at Ollie Place. Well, he hasn't done any drawings for forever, so it's just usually posting pictures of me and my bump, if you want to see. That's it. That's it, really. Um, Oh. Everything we've talked about will be in the show notes, as per usual. Let us know if you buy a Ouija board. Oh, yeah. We will be... I'm going to go to Poundland and see if I can get one. Okay. I'm kind of like, don't want it in my house. I'll do it in the garden. Okay. You can film out of the window. I just feel like we're definitely ghost-free and I don't really want to (laughs) invite any in because, I mean... Yeah, when you get as lucky as we have to be ghost-free, the last thing you want to do is start messing around. I know, and we're just about to have a baby. That's kind of irresponsible, are they? You know, if you're just inviting demons into our house. Well, look, they said that they didn't have any. We've already got one demon coming in December. (laughs) We've already got one little demon over here. Exactly. Um... Yeah, we've already got Tova, the demon, to deal with. Um, yeah. yeah. Maybe, yeah, like, I do the Ouija board. I'm like, what's your name? It just says Tova. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that already. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know. Um, yeah. All right. Bye. Farewell. Farewell, friends. Sleep well. <laughs> Bye. Good night. Good night. Bye.